The program we are about to present is a report on the gay liberation movement. Betches Media presents Gay, 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 and Lesbian Homosexuals Come Together. Twyla, Twyla, Twyla. Everyone's gay. Bless God and bless the gays. Hi, guys. I'm Chris Burns. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is Everyone's Gay. Gay. What's up, bitch? Not much. Um, we just had a great interview with celebrity hairstylist and philanthropist Andrew Fitzsimons. Um, yes. That's coming up in a little bit. He does the Kardashian Jenner sisters' hair. All of them. All of them. Like he's touched all of their foreheads and their heads and their scalps. And Adele. And Adele. And Mariah Carey. And Mariah Carey. And he was listing other people. But he was very, um, like, he wasn't braggy at all about it. No. Which just, was... It was, like, kind of, like, this is my job. And he gets some great hair tips. Yeah. He does. He gives a lot of, like, actual good hair tips. I was, like, wow, I never thought of that, but you're right. Yeah. So, I think I want to marry him. Mm-hmm. You should. You didn't think so? No, I think you should. He was such a kid. It's so funny. We, like, we had these, like, things planned to talk with him about, and he gets sits down and then he brings up weed and we just straight up talk about weed for like we five, like 10 minutes <laughs> and while you were in the bathroom before we started talking he said he was from dublin and i was like oh my god that's like where i've had like my best gay bar experience and he was like oh at the george which was where it was oh it was great i love yeah, it I liked him. maybe we'll retire to dublin mm-hmm. um how are you what's new you know moving pains that's really mm-hmm. much it um i was at my grandmother's all weekend Visiting her, I was actually so she lives in my aunt. That must be nice. (laughs) Why having a grandmother? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. R.I.P. So it was really nice. Um, I was staying there. I don't know if I told you this. Um, so my aunt and uncle they have two dogs, and my uncle is like a big dog person. Like he really loves his dogs. Like not that everyone doesn't love their dog, but like you know he's like one of those people especially loves their dog. Mm. And while we were there. In the middle of the night while the dog was asleep, it passed away. Oh my (laughs) God. (laughs) What? Yes. Oh my God. Was it old? It was like 12. It's not that old. But so he had two dogs and and they were brothers. Oh my God. The one dog that was sick that died, he did have diabetes and was basically completely blind. Like the whole day he was walking into shit. Wait. Oh my fucking god! But then the next morning, you, the dog had died. Yeah, while we were there, Happy International Dog Day. Am I right? Wait, whoa! How was what? Did, how did he react? Well, it seemed like he like pulled it together. He was like, because I did, wasn't like I was staying at a hotel down the street, mm-hmm. and so my grandmother texted me like as we were on our way over, like, hey, by the way, Joey died in his sleep last night. Turn the car around, and we were like, fuck, that's so sad, but. Why did it have to happen while we were here? <laughs> I know. That's so selfish of the dog. I know. What was it thinking? See, I, I don't, I react to death. I feel like very like, um, I don't know how to react to it. Mm-hmm. Like even my own like family deaths and dog deaths. I'm like, I, I just can't be sad like directly. Uh-huh. Although I feel. I felt for him. So what we, well, basically what we did was we got flowers and donuts. Yeah. And but I mean, you put me at a wake or a funeral, I'm dead. I'm crying for like hours, even if I don't know the person. I was at um, another family member's funeral. Um, this is a bad story. It makes me seem like a terrible person, but you know, I am. I was, <laughs> I had my vape pen in my pocket, mm-hmm. my weed vape pen. I don't pen. think there's anything wrong with that. No, we were, I was hitting it. It was a stressful moment, but like not at the, not at the time, but I guess I forgot to turn it off when I put it in my pocket. And it got really hot. And I, yeah, I was pressing the button. That happened to me once on the subway and I thought my ass was on fire. I almost screamed. I like, it was like my, like all of a sudden I started to smell like burning. burning. And I'm like, and like, meanwhile, my other fam- my other family member is like up there giving a eulogy crying. And I'm just like sitting there. I'm like, what is that smell? It smells like, like weed metal, metal and weed and just like burning. And then I like oh my God. shifted and I was like, oh. and I burned the shit out and of my And then you pretend to start sobbing. <laughs> yeah. Then I started crying, really. That's once my my friend's um, grandmother died, who she like lived with, super close with, and was like taking care of. And she died. And the wake 
wasn't like way out in Queens, like Long Island. And I was like, I have to go to this cause I'm a good person. <laughs> um, and I brought her cause I knew it would be a rough day. So I brought her like a mini bottle of whiskey mm-hmm. uh, and we like drank in the parking lot, which was rude. No, it made her feel better. Yeah. I, I mean, you have to get through those, that those situations somehow. Yeah. Um, but you were just at the VMAs. <laughs> what a pivot. <laughs> yeah, I went to the... I kind of went to the VMAs last night. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? I, I was on the red carpet, mm-hmm. but I didn't like go inside. Mm-hmm. Um, it's for all the plebs. Yeah. I w- Sorry, not to interrupt you again. But I always wonder, like, how they find the people to, like, stand in the crowds of those things and, like, go fucking crazy. So, I don't... When we got there to, like, check in for press, it was already full of people. Mm-hmm. But those people are willing to yell about anything. It's so weird. Like Kay was just um, literally would take her phone and go out and she she's like, I'm going to run by everyone scream. And everybody just fucking screamed like she was Beyonce. <laughs> it was amazing. Kay's very good at that. I would. I'm just not that type of person, I guess. I don't know. Me either. I'm bad at it. I'm bad I've, at it. I have found that like in those moments, I'm not great. No, like the hype rally things. Like hyping people up. People think mm-hmm. I'm good at it. Yeah. But I'm really not that good at it. No, I used to, uh, when I was playing soccer um, in in school, in high school, when I was younger, like as we were arriving to whatever away game we were going, we were playing at, we would, I was a captain. So I was supposed to lead a, the chant with the other captain mm. where it's like, what time is it? Game time. <laughs> I just could not do it. I would just sit there in silence and it's a lot. Everyone would like my coach would be like, right. You need to be a leader. And I was like, I am, but like, I cannot fucking just yeah. hype people. And up it's like, like that. talking to strangers even is like difficult for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I would much rather be like talking to like hundreds of people that can't respond to me mm-hmm. than like one person yeah. that is talking back to me. But, um, yeah, it was cool. I saw Lizzo walk by, almost passed out. <laughs> Ty- Taylor Swift walked by. Oh my god, Taylor Swift! So we heard because we could, you could, they were like announcing people, but you couldn't really hear what they were saying. And then it had been like the very first person walked by, and it was like I don't even remember. It doesn't matter. Um, and then like Megan the Stallion walked by, which was cool. And then everyone started like screaming, screaming, and the girl across so like we're standing on the one side of the rope then there's carpet and then there's another rope and that's where like the fans are standing and the fans are like screaming and this one girl starts like literally bawling and i was like taylor swift must be coming and then it was taylor swift looking great you Um, saw her irl yeah was she very tall i feel like she was normal but she had I didn't really notice, but I did notice that I could see her because she was like on the other side of the fans and I could see her over the fans. Uh. But I was like, well, I guess I'm kind of tall, but I could like see her hair and yeah. I could see where she was. Um, and so then I saw the one girl who I watched screaming, like made her way over and like hugged her and got a photo. And she came back and like buckled into her friend's <laughs> arms and was weeping <laughs> and screaming <laughs> And we lost the opportunity of getting a video of Taylor Swift because I was watching this girl weeping that she had hugged Taylor Swift. And I could eat. She was like, she she, she touched me. (laughs) She touched me. (laughs) And I was like, that girl is living her fantasy. How old was she? My age. 20, late 20s, early, like late 20s, I would say. I I mean, I love people. I don't think anyone could ever give me that reaction. I think if Lady Gaga hugged me, I would cry. I would, cr- I guess you're right. I would, I would do that. If Liz, even Lizzo walking by, I, we, we're standing next to strangers of a different news outlet and Lizzo came and I was like, I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> um, um, actually I think you're probably right. I, cause I can't even like put into perspective the situation where I would be in contact with Lady Gaga. Like yeah. I, can't even fathom how it but see react. i don't want that i don't want that i don't I, want to meet her when we're on person. the same well, on a, a level where she like will talk to me for longer than a second like you're wait um, but i told you did i tell you you'd be proud of me so the other news outlet next to me um the girl that was doing their interviews like had to go inside because she was going to the show and then this girl someone was coming down she's like oh my god that's the girl that i'm here for like i'm obsessed with her what do i do because she was the camera operator but not the interviewer she's like oh, how do i do this and like talking to herself 
And then she looks at me. She's like, do you think? And I was like, I'll hold your camera. And so I like filmed this girl <laughs> interviewing another girl for some news station while holding the camera. And I'm like, I hope I hit record. I hope this is Aww. recording. She was very appreciative. It was good karma for me. Okay. Maybe someone will do that for you um, someday soon. Speaking of Taylor Swift, her new album. Have you listened to it? No. Okay. I haven't watched the movie you told me to watch either. Yeah, I know you haven't, you fucking bitch. Okay. Let me just list off a couple of my thoughts. Did you like it? Sonically cohesive. Yes, I love it. I love it. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Taylor Swift releases singles just like nothing. There are yeah. there are they are no indication of the way the album sounds sometimes. And it's like, why do you do that, girl? Mm-hmm. Give us give us the bops and the hits. Anyways. I feel like Gaga does that too. Yeah. And Adele does that too. I mean, hello as a lead single. Hello. I mean, okay, I'm <laughs> lying. Adele, you're right. You're right. Also, oh, no, all I of hate, Adele's songs. That's my, like, my least favorite song on 25. Hello is your least favorite song? Yes. You're fucking stupid. What? I mean, every song's amazing, but. No, I would have gone straight to When We Were Young. When We Were Young is epic. Iconic. Epic. Rolling in the Deep was our first single from 21, though. Rolling in the Deep is the best song that's ever been written. Okay. Ever. <laughs> been written. <laughs> okay. I literally, when Rolling in the Deep came out, that song was stuck in my head for seven years. That's true. Well, no, I, I still have to argue. I think Bad Romance is the best song ever. I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> I literally was doing rah, 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 like Roma, Roma. I learned the dance for, at one point. Me too. For uh, months. I couldn't get it. I couldn't get that out of my head. We have, we have people literally write in and say we talk about Gaga too much, but like stop trying to squash us. Okay. It's just one of our things. I'm sorry. It's like, you know, I get to listen to the fucking moms in our office talk about their children. I, Y'all can yeah. listen to me talk about Lady Gaga. I feel like they don't talk about their children as much as we talk about Lady Gaga. <laughs> but although today I did say something, I thought that was a funny thing I said today. What? When I was like, I am so tired. And then one of the people in our office was like, so am I. I was like, try having a daughter. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> she has one and I don't. Mm-hmm. And that was the joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes. Okay. Let me just give you my highlights of the songs you should listen to. Okay. Cruel Summer. That's the sec- that, that's the second song. That's every summer for me, bitch. <laughs> she wrote it with um, Jack Antonoff, of course, and Saint Vincent, actually, who yeah. I've seen live at an event. Mm-hmm. No, it was not. I was not. I did not leave there being a Saint Vincent fan. At all that's what See, I'll say. I left the VMAs because Megan Thee Stallion did the opening show, mm-hmm. so she was like right in front of us outside. Astounded! I loved it. Oh, really? Like left. Total huge fan. Listen to her my whole way here today. Oh, cool. She's great. Um, Cruel Summer, False God. Um, those are my, I think those are my two highlights. Cornelia Street's great. What is that about? Because Cornelia Street is like a beautiful street in New York. Yeah. Um, that I, I love. And this I bitch is trying to like. Cornelia Street. I bet she dated okay. someone on it or something. There's show. a, there, it, this album is full of New York City references. You want you want an album of my New York City references because it's gonna strap in kids. <laughs> it's definitely not. She does not have the same New York experience as most people. No, you I, don't say. <laughs> I love that she moves. She's already a rich, famous musician when she moves to New York City for the first time, and she's like, "It's so magical. It's the best That's, city in the world." It's like, bitch, come here as a poor kid. <laughs> I was watching. This is ridiculous that I. I'm saying this, but I was watching the show American Dad. <laughs> okay. Um, which honestly is pretty funny sometimes, but they are talking about New York and the one of them's like, I feel like moving to New York is something that you do if you have like a ton of money or literally nothing at all. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah. And they're like, it's not an in-between kind of place to move to. No, it's true. It's when you have nothing left to lose or you have everything already. Mm-hmm. Um, also last night, John Travolta thought that the drag queen Jay Jolie was Taylor Swift. We made a really funny post. I thought it was so fucking everyone's funny. Everyone's gay. This was a true collaboration. It really was. We like collab. Well, I mean, you uh, did most of it. I just gave an idea. We did the col- We made the meme and it's doing really well. I thought it was so it's funny. It's really funny. Also, I've been thinking since that video came out, like, good for fucking Jay Jolie. You know what? She was an underdog on season six. 
She came for Alyssa Edwards, who's like clearly become probably one of the most famous queens out of all of Drag Race. I would say so. And Jade came for her, and Alyssa just like squashed her like a little bug. Because she's strong, she, like personality-wise. Yeah, and like an obvious star, where Jade Jolie is not an obvious star. Mm-hmm. Still not an obvious star, because she's getting famous for impersonating somebody else. But good for her. Well, so when she was, the award that she was actually um, mistaken for Taylor Swift was, so Taylor won video of the year. By the way, Thank You Next should have won every single award that it was nominated for. Video of the year, you need to calm down over Thank You Next. I disagree with that. I also disagree with that Billie Eilish beating Lizzo for Best New Artist. Yeah, But But you know who else lost Best New Artist when she was nominated? Taylor Taylor Swift. Swift. Yeah. So... Well, that was like the, they said it was like fanfic. Okay. But think, but, but you know, I mean like, yes, it's about anyways. Thank you. Next was a cultural moment. Don't you think? I mean, I think it was pretty, pretty iconic. It, and that song was so good, but she just, but the only reason the video she, also was so good. The video is so good. And the only reason she didn't win is thank she, you next bitch. Yeah. I mean, that should have won the whole thing to be the with. only reason she didn't win is because she probably couldn't come because she was on tour. They only give awards to people who were there yeah. and she doesn't care. I no. feel like about awards anymore. She literally went, won the Grammy or whatever and like just tweeted like, thanks. Yeah. Oh, she wasn't there either. No. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Of her. Anyways, Billie Taylor- Eilish also wasn't there. <laughs> no, but she was also on tour. Yeah. I'm the, here's the thing about the ones that aren't there. I'm like, I, if I was one of the ones there, I'm like, I shouldn't have come. People think the ones that aren't here are cool. No, I, if I was one of the ones that, w- if I was Billie Eilish, like a, a fresh new artist who would have really benefited and probably really enjoyed going to their first VMAs, I would have been pissed off at my tour manager and be like, why the fuck did you book a tour yeah. at the same time as the VMAs? But from watching, give me a like couple days so I can just get there. And stuff with Billie Eilish, she doesn't care about award shows. No, she said she wanted to be there really badly. I'm sure they all say that. Or she pretends she doesn't want to be there. Just like in interviews, I'm like, oh, this girl's like super cool. Like, I I feel like I would be nervous around her. Okay. But real quick, before we get to our interview um, with Andrew Fitzsimons. So Taylor was giving her acceptance speech um, for video of the year. And so she, at the end of her video, she put this slide with a sign up to sign, to sign a petition for the equality act. Um, And, yeah, so she addressed it, which I thought was really cool. We actually have the clip that I'm going to play right now. In this video, several points were made. So you voting for this video means that you want a world where we're all treated equally under the law. Regardless of who we love, regardless of how we identify, at the end of this video, there was a petition, and there still is a petition. For the Equality Act, which basically just says we all deserve equal rights under the law. And I want to thank everyone who signed that petition because it now has half a million signatures, which which is five times the amount that it would need to warrant a response from the White House. Um, and then she goes on to tap her wrist like, t- like time's, time's up. up. I want to know what it's up to now. It's probably more. I, I bet it's a uh, it's double. I hate the people that are like coming for Taylor for being like socially aware and social justice. I fucking love it. Here's what I'll say about it. As somebody that doesn't stand Taylor Swift is that when people come for that, it's like you just don't like her and nothing yeah. she'll do will ever make you like her. Totally. It, it, you're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. We need like this is going to sound crazy, but we need Taylor Swift. We need her. To do shit like this. It's amazing. Really? Because people that don't like her, which I mean, I understand not liking her. I also did not like her for a long time. But it's like she, we get mad at her for not doing things. But then when she does things, we're going to still be mad at her because she didn't do them soon Mm -hmm. enough. Which I'm also guilty of. But like she also has a fan base that is so loyal to her that like. So loyal. We need them to, to listen to her. If she tells them to all like stand on one foot and jump up and down. Yeah. They're all going to fucking do it. That's like her fans are the same. I feel like as like the Beyonce fans. And yeah. Like, like they stand. I think, her I think Taylor Swift fans are even more loyal than Beyonce fans. It's yeah. They're like, I think of anyone she has the most, maybe except Gaga. 
and back like even during the fame monster era i think that like they are so obsessed with her they're they like because she interacts with them on tumblr if she tell when she in 2020 when she tells them to vote for president presidential nominee elizabeth warren fingers crossed um sorry i'm not trying to whatever they will vote for her yeah okay. which yeah so all right guys well i'm a republican so <laughs> <laughs> just kidding um, all right, so we're going to have our interview with Andrew Fitzsimons, and then we're going to get to our listener question after that, so stick around. Today's episode of Everyone's Gay is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp. <laughs> is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your life goals? Yes, always. What is it? You. Oh, God. Just kidding. BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. For you, Chris. Connect, you. <laughs> connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. Honestly, thank God. I hate talking to people in person. I agree. Get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. Texting a therapist is truly my ideal situation. Professional counselors are specialized in depression, stress, LGBT matters, grief, Check. self-esteem, Check. sleeping, Check. relationships. Check. Nope. Nope. <laughs> family conflicts etc basically all of your problems anything you need baby and it's confidential Mm -hmm. so and also if you are not happy with your counselor for any reason you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge wow it's available worldwide um it's you can start communicating in under 24 hours it's available on desktop mobile web android and ios apps they have financial aid. If you can't pay for it, you can do a little money plan. Yeah, it's super affordable, convenient, professional, and secure. And lucky for you, everyone's gay listeners gets 10% off your first month with discount code GAY. That is betterhelp.com slash gay. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you will love. So why not get started gay? Just go to betterhelp.com slash gay. And we're back with Andrew Fitzsimons, celebrity hairstylist and philanthropist. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi. Thank you so much for coming in. My pleasure. Yeah. So nice to be here with you guys. He just told us that he has a flight directly from this. I sure do. Back to L.A.? Back to L.A. Back to the land of legal weed. (laughs) I know. I was looking at your phone case. I mean, I can't believe that weed isn't legal in New York. Isn't it crazy? Zero sense. Well, it's it's interesting because it's decriminalized, but everyone smokes weed. You're walking down the street and you see everyone with their pens. Yeah. I, and, and you just go to any bodega and be like, do you have... I literally buy my weed at a bodega and yeah. I have to give a code word. Mm-hmm. Oh, for real? Like, I literally have to go into my bodega and ask if Jesus is there. And then they're like, okay, no. what do you want? Wow, I didn't know that that happened. It's very bizarre. Mm-hmm. Wow, but now in LA, I go into a store that looks like the Apple store. It's amazing. No, no, the LA dispensaries are everything I've ever dreamed of. It's crazy. They're like, I, I The other day, I bought a packet of basically cigarettes but they're weed mm-hmm. and it's i just felt so decadent and they and they look like like the slim like well they're not slim but they're like long they're white and they've got a cute little box and i'm just like i'm living in 2019 it's a and new york should also and the rest I, of the country yeah, should also it feels like a kid in, in a candy store whenever i go there a kid in a marijuana store yeah, yeah. And it, is, it is like an apple store and then i'm like for real oh my god everyone's so nice to yeah. me like i we don't have to duck from the cops it's mm-hmm. so great i'm yeah. like I'm, this is the best conversation i've had today is like with the guy selling me weed for real it's yeah. lovely yeah. I, my roommate got arrested for smoking a joint on the street like two years ago i've been i i've just been crossing my fingers every time i come to new york i'm like <laughs> but oh, <laughs> running around the corner anymore. from my hotel they don't care yeah they, yeah they don't care they have bigger fish to fry but i'm worried about i mean I have mixed feelings about them legalizing it because I do root for small businesses. Mm. It's like the yes. little man. Well, that is the, that is the thing that it's already like w- the weed industry in in the whole country has already been decided before it's been legalized in mm-hmm. the state. So whatever is going to happen has already been planned. Yeah, is the yeah. Thing, well, you know? it's like, and it's also now it's like these um, Republicans in Congress who are former politicians are yeah. now like yeah. working in marijuana yeah. companies. They like put Johnny. everyone in jail yeah. <laughs> and now they're trying to make money mm-hmm. from it. It's, it's crazy. But the thing is we always have uh, the power to use our money as our vote. And if we do know of a business that is owned by people of color or LGBT people or immigrants, we have the choice to go, okay, I'm going to spend a dollar more on yeah. their stuff rather than go to whatever the, the max store yeah. of weed is, you know? Yeah. So we all, we always have that choice too. And I feel like as a community, 
talking about stuff like that is important you know mm-hmm. we have to help each other out yeah totally totally and you can find all of that like online too like yeah. who owns all these businesses yeah. um is weed no weed's not legal in ireland right um i don't think so but growing up we we just had this stuff called hash yeah which is yeah. basically a brick of mystery like muddy, whatever yeah. yeah and you you put you put a lighter under it and you broke it up into like you would roll a jumbo it would be like mostly tobacco so if you didn't smoke cigarettes, it was like mm. annoying and it didn't really get you high. So when I was 16 and I went to Amsterdam for the first time and had actual weed, I felt like I was falling from a skyscraper <laughs> for about three hours. Every picture of me, I'm in front of like Vermeer's house and I'm laying down on the steps. I'm like in front of the canals and I'm leaning against the po- Like I literally couldn't handle it because we only have hash. But no, it's not legal, but it it should be that's so how i i went to amsterdam last year and i felt like i was like i couldn't live here i could never live here i can't wouldn't get anything it's done too accepted it's too i'm like i am the reason that weed is illegal because i can't <laughs> yeah. responsibly enjoy it no y- it y- was yeah, yeah. I, ca- I i i i do well i only smoke at night i mm-hmm. smoke that's usually like after after 8 p.m i'm too busy i can't drive if i've smoked i can't do so i can't even order dominoes yeah when, like, like and that's the whole like that's the catch 22 of the situation mm. uh but uh yeah the way the way it's happening in la is it's, it's pretty good yeah. yeah yeah it's a dream yeah. i dream of that day yeah it'll happen um so you obviously do famous people's hair i how long have you been doing hair well so uh, just, just some clients the kardashians yes do you do all of their hair like if there's like someone's like who's available? Uh, yeah. Well, everyone has their preferences. Yeah. Um, of who they use uh, more than other people. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, people worked with like one to two girls. I think I work with uh, all of the girls mm-hmm. um, periodically, and it'll like you know depends on availability and stuff. I have my people that I work with um, the most, and then but I, I work with with all of them. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been doing hair like in general? I left school when I was 13 oh, wow. um, back in Ireland and uh, my mom got me a summer job at a hair salon. I'd never really thought about hair before that, um, but I really wanted to earn my own money. Basically, we had no money, so I, I wanted some money to eat, basically. And uh, I was like, OK, a hair salon, that could that could be cute. So I was like in the most local hair salon with grannies getting roller sets. You don't have this here so much, but like in Europe, like old ladies get these things called like blue rinses and purple rinses mm-hmm. and you'll literally just be walking down the street in Ireland or England and there'll be like old ass women like n- in their 80s and 90s with bright pink hair, bright blue hair, bright purple hair. It's just mm-hmm. like a normal thing in the I UK and Ireland. Mm-hmm. Beca- but I didn't realize why. I was like literally dyeing granny's hair is like bright blue when I started doing hair and it's because their eyesight gets like gets bad so they can't see colors as clearly so it makes them just in their mind they're just seeing their hair look like darker gray so they think they just look a little bit more youthful but they're literally walking around like ice cream cones it's like kind of crazy say i see i see an old lady like that and i'm like yes Yes. she must be so fun (laughs) yes for real (laughs) meanwhile she's just no idea she's in drag (laughs) literally um so yeah i started there in like the the old lady salons in dublin when i was 13 then um full-time left school uh, I moved to Paris when I was 16 or 17 because Dublin just it felt like it was too small. It wasn't much of an industry. Um, and then I was there for a while, went to Morocco for a while. Um, then I moved to New York when I was 21. I waited until I moved to New York until I was 21 because I was like, there's no point in me moving to the States because everywhere, you know, everywhere else is 18 to drink. So yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm moving to, to New York and then like everyone's going out and I'm, I just have to sit in and like I didn't know there was such thing as a fake ID. <laughs> so I literally waited until my 21st birthday, moved to New York and then I've been living in L.A. for about almost three years now. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. That is a yeah. story. That is like a life story. Being at 16, being like, this town's too small for me. I'm moving I to, go to, to Paris. Paris. Darling. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. That's iconic. I was always just like, I'm I'm very chill now, but I was very, not in real life, but like with my career, I was very like uh, Broadway. I was just like, I would walk into agencies and be like, you will hire me because I will be the next big thing. And you don't even understand. Like, <laughs> literally 15 years old. Um, so I, I, yeah, I moved around a lot. I had, I allowed myself, uh, to, um, grow and move and I didn't let fear hold me back because I think it was honestly a lot to do with my age because at that age you're kind of rebellious and usually people haven't left school yet and they're kind of rebellious, Mm. rebellious in their own home. Whereas I was rebellious 
in the world and I and I just moved around I was like yeah why not move to Paris and why not move to New York and why not like experience things so luckily I was at an age where I was still very open to new experiences and being uncomfortable because I didn't earn any money all of yeah. those years um, so all of that was like a was a really big lesson um, in in terms of um, how I wanted to live my life and live my life without fear because I learned that it worked for me because everyone would ask me like what like how do you do that how do you move to Paris and how do you give up everything or how do you move to New York and I'm like I don't know I just did it and mm -hmm. it worked and you you have to literally just like throw yourself into it um, say like what would happen if there was no fear you would just do the thing so I just always did the thing and it all and I learned that that works so that's how I live my life now but a lot of people don't live like that because they have to stay in these structured environments that aren't tailored to them so they don't learn those lessons so they get older and then they don't know how you can just like pick up everything and move because they've set down so many roots and the thing is as humans I think innately we are we're travelers we're nomads we're adaptable and we're able to do it so whenever I talk to people about my trajectory and whether things were easy or difficult they were both um but the only thing that you have to remember is just to take away the fear and then do it anyway mm -hmm. you know yeah i mean that's crazy so i mean you obviously didn't just go up right off the bat start doing like adriana lima's hair no right like because no. you did her hair for the vmas is that i did her last night for yeah. the vmas uh -huh. yeah so she... when do you think was that turning point for you um <clears throat> definitely moving to new york mm -hmm. I had been living in Paris uh, for a couple of years and um, only in fashion. So that was, I was earning no money. I was doing photo shoots. You would... Um, oh, it's good exposure. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but, but, but back then it wasn't even like the American version of that yeah. where like, this is great opportunity and blah, blah, blah. It was like, no, you, this is how you pay your dues. You're yeah. going to work for, for years for free. You're going to assist people that you don't like. It's going to be really, really difficult. You're going to work all night. You're gonna, literally not going to earn any money. But if you want this then you do it. So mm -hmm. I just did it. And it would be like uh, Paris Fashion Week and we'd be doing all the shows during the day from like literally go getting there at five o'clock in the morning to be ready for the 7 a.m. shows or whatever it was. Um, working all day and then you would shoot all the collections at night. So all the magazines would be in Paris um, to shoot all of the things literally as soon as they came off the runway. So you'd be doing all of the shows during the day. You would... Um, be shooting all the collections at night so you didn't sleep you just worked work worked and i was hungry so so i did it i wouldn't do it now but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, but i did it then <laughs> that's unreal what when did you like when was your first like like celeb in your eyes like so where you after, were like after oh my that god being my like being my like the basis of my career which is which is like learning how to work hard learning you how to uh, work in a team um, moving to the States was when I was able to utilize all of those things, uh, the fashion experience, the team experience, uh, but then incorporate that into celebrities. The first celebrity I think that I worked with was Adele. Um, she came to New York what to do cycle? 21. Oh, so she oh came hi. for 21. So nobody, so the thing was, she flew here basically and very few people knew, like the real fans like really knew who yeah. she was and she had like a, like a cult following. People saw what she was doing in the UK. And because she was she's been famous for years and yeah. years and years mm -hmm. before that. Since in the UK. Literally. Yeah. And before that, I think um, she was just known. And um, she came to promote 21. She'd al obviously already recorded it. And it was like one of her first um, concerts here. Uh, I think I can't remember what kind of concert it was, but um, we had a photo shoot and we and there was a concert and everything. Um, and then it, you could just tell it was it was almost like Dusty Springfield was walking in before. But like and you could just feel the the magic. And then she got out and performed all of the hits that are probably her biggest hits still. today. Yeah. Um, and hearing from the, them for the first time, like in the room and it, like, oh, my felt, God, I'm it felt like dying something. right yeah. now. It felt like something like hearing <laughs> her vocal exercises, get, uh -huh. like, getting ready. I'm like, oh, this and you're like in this underground environment, like in the dressing room. And it just, it feels kind of magic. It's like, oh, this feels like yeah. the Beatles. Or mm -hmm. like, it feels like something yeah. significant was about to happen. Um, so Adele was one of the first people that I worked with. And she was so incredibly, like literally one of the nicest people I've worked with. I've been so fortunate in that regard. And her hair is iconic. Well, she's a queen. I, when you're a queen, I, you know hair, you know your references, you have long nails. She, mm -hmm. She's always had the Barbra Streisand yes. oval she's nude everything. nails. Um, She's literally and then I, I literally went from one queen to another. Then I started working with Mariah. Oh, wow. um, 
and I worked with Mariah for a while. Mariah is a queen. Mm-hmm. She she has her aesthetic. She knows yeah. what she's doing. She's a professional. Literally one of the nicest human beings I've ever yeah. worked with in my whole entire life. And she mm. has crazy work hours too. Like she, she she's a creative. She's yeah. a, she's a, she's a songwriter. I honestly didn't know a lot about her before I started oh, working she with her. Everything. She yeah, writes. I didn't. She's a creative. Mm-hmm. She is about the music. She really is about the music. I didn't realize, yeah, that she is like so. Did you know that you wrote the like famous song from the Grinch, like um, "Where Are what? You Christmas," the Faith Hill song? Oh, no, you're gonna the, say like the word or not Faith Hill? Yeah, mean Faith one. Hill. Me too. I was like, <laughs> she's <laughs> that old. <laughs> no, 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 but she wrote like the from the "Where m- Are You Christmas." Yeah. Yeah. she. I l- was the only person that wrote that song. Oh wow! Well, it was about Christmas. So like literally, when yeah, someone says the word, like she's in the room right now. Hi, yeah. Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. She appears. But yeah. I'm like, oh my God, she like really can. No, she's really about the music. She she is a worker. She she just she's a genius. She really is a genius. Mm-hmm. I got to like like hear the albums developing and like the, from the demos to the like whatever. Um w- w- literally one of the most thoughtful and kindful kind people that I've I've ever had the privilege to work with. Mm-hmm. Which is like it's unfortunate that people have weird ideas about women specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but she is just a professional. Uh, she's about the music, and she's pretty flawless to me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that was that was a nice little introduction into the celebrity world. Yeah, like, those are pretty big, big ones. Yeah, and I could I could yeah, like literally like, say their name, and like every single homosexual would know who I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I work, yeah, Miss Carrie, and they're like, oh yes, I think <laughs> I've heard of her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was a good jump off point. Have you been ever been like? I need to calm down. No, don't gag. Yeah, have you ever no. been like gagged? No. See, that's why you're afterwards doing it all. though. No. Really? No. Do you not like stand anyone? I appreciate people yeah. for what for their contributions. I generally I don't idolize people. Okay. Except my mom. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't idolize people like that. Which is why I think that I'm able to be around celebrities yeah. and it to be a job and I can appreciate people like with Mariah, I appreciate that uh, she's an incredible talent and she has something to contribute to the world and I lo- and I love music and I lo- and we have very similar tastes in music and we listen to the same types of music. Um, she's old school and I'm old school and we, we just vibe off that and I like her aesthetic she knows what she likes she has it like those are the things that I appreciate in a client rather than oh my god I'm doing blah 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 this yeah. is I've yeah. looked at this person since I was a kid like we've all seen the infamous MTV Cribs which is arguably the best MTV Cribs <laughs> of all time that's all I think of I when don't I have I anyone MTV. to help me put my bucks and gloves on like hello <laughs> when she's like Full on the treadmill moment. with her heels like yeah wow hello it's yeah. so good or that the mtv cribs with richard branson and he's like this is my private island who's this and it's mariah like sitting on his private Wait, island i have never seen that you have to watch Stop. he's do- giving a tour of his private island and opens a door and he's like That's oh i didn't realize you were here and it's mariah carey like what's she wearing like in a bikini with yes. a beautiful um yes. Like floor length chiffon Duh. duster. I haven't uh, seen that episode of Cribs. Have you seen Naomi Campbell's no. Cribs in no. Jamaica, in the house that uh, Ian Fleming wrote uh, the Bond, all the Bond books? No. Well, does she live there, or she just I like happened? Maybe to be she was house? just like literally, yeah. literally visiting someone else's house. But it was it was pretty iconic. Yeah. Naomi Campbell in Jamaica. Yeah. I imagine Naomi. An episode of Naomi Campbell <gasps> on Cribs sounds. Wait, have you seen her YouTube channel? I've seen that she has one. <laughs> Ooh. I've recently found I watched like no. her I've tutorial on what she does on it. a plane. Yes. Yes. Before and yes. she's like no. everything. When she is literally like antisepticing mm-hmm. that's definitely the word. Um <laughs> her whole section and then the woman behind her is like, Can you do mine too? And she's like, No, darling, I can't. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, don't ask Naomi Campbell. If she has to a blackberry in her hand, down. run. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh God. Oh, well, Love immediately after this, we will yeah. watch that Cribs episode. Oh, it's good. It's a good one. Um, who were you working with recently that, if you're comfortable talking about? Mm-hmm. That, like, who have I worked with recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like as of like, late. is anyone taking up most of your time? Well, I live in LA, and I definitely work with so everyone the Kardashians and the Jenners mostly. Mm-hmm. Very lucky. Um, well, that's amazing because you know that people are going to see your work. Yeah, it's, it's like, a very it's like like instant gratification when it comes to yeah yeah creating and something like and then the world seeing hair it all the time all the time they yeah, always look well, amazing. Well, every everyone everyone's kind of watching, and that's a part a big part of their you know aesthetic mm-hmm. um, is being a trendsetter. So we all definitely try our best to um, to create looks that people will enjoy and want to recreate. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's it's a it's a really interesting time in. 
in the beauty industry because every kind of all eyes are on on the industry as a whole, not just the celebrities. Like we're breaking down everybody's looks on a red carpet anymore. It's it's it feels like a, a more like rounded experience where everybody is excited and trying out new things and experimenting with yeah. looks. And now on the street, before it was more yeah. like I watch the videos. Now it's like. I'm wearing glitter. I'm wearing euphoria tear, like glitter mm-hmm. tears, like out on the street because like it's normal now. I feel like it's turning into, I just dawned on me. You know, the hunger games, mm-hmm. the capital. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We're kind of turning into the capital a little yeah. bit. Are we? No, I agree. Which I'm here for. I'm, 100%. I have glitter fucking uh, eyeliner on as we're yes, speaking. Yes, you do. Just yeah. because. If mm-hmm. I could just be in like all hot pink, like Victorian garb right now, <laughs> best believe I would. Right? Like I would. Oh, I love that shit. With the British when, accent. When it's walking down the street, you're yeah. like, that's a person. <laughs> yeah. 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 For real. Yeah. Um, do you have any hair like horror stories? Like not necessarily a person, but like, have you ever been like, oh my God, mm. I'm dying. This person's hair, the complete wrong color. No, I don't think so. God bless. And if I did, I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, all no, the time. I don't think so because everything, everything, well, across the board in my life, I try to have a lot of intention with things that I do. Um, but in terms of hair, everything's like talked about so much and we mood board everything. And I, I try to really have a, like a, a great understanding of everything that I'm doing. So generally there aren't any disasters that mm-hmm. I can talk about. That's because <laughs> that would be my worst fear. I know. It's like, oh my God, I just burned Madonna's there's hair no, off. <laughs> no, there's no, there's, uh, there's no like those YouTube videos where like someone like burns the front of their hair off. Yeah. I, I, that, I, I don't think that that happens. Very often, just it hasn't happened to me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Those poor people who yeah. I've almost who I enjoy. Been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like used to bleach my own hair all the time. Oh and yeah, it was, it was a disaster. Yeah, it looked good at the end. Yeah, but my scalp was always on fire, yeah. and it turned into like rubber bands. Yeah, what are you um, gonna do? So you started this uh, the trans cosmetic donation program. Yes, um, yeah. can you tell us a little about that? Yeah, so um, having the great privilege of um, having a platform within the beauty industry, um, it has been, it's always been my, uh, I guess, agenda to get to a place where I could speak to people, uh, able to uh, speak with people at large, um, not only about my obsessions, which are beauty and hair, um, but also about uh, giving back and also about um, talking about communities that need to be talked about and need, and need a voice. Um, so when I noticed that I was getting so many, um, like influencer boxes and products being sent like every single day and everyone in my industry, makeup artists, nail people, editors, everybody gets sent stuff from brands and and like, cause now stuff's sold on social media. So everybody gets sent so many beauty products. So I was like, I saw people don't know what to do with them. People would just like give them away. People would throw them out. I wouldn't know what to do with boxes and boxes full of stuff. So I was like, okay, well, if there's nowhere for me to, if there's no program set up for uh, people who are in my position to be able to donate the stuff, I'm going to have to do it. So I reached out to myself and um, Tyler Williams, uh, my publicist. Uh, we started talking to the LA LGBT Center and tried to devise a program where uh, people like myself, people in the beauty industry, uh, editors, celebrities, influencers um, could pool our resources of, of donated products and be able to give them to uh, the trans community. For, for some people in the trans community, uh, they uh, don't have access to um, the uh, hormones that they need mm-hmm. or they... Uh, have difficulty being supported um, with their transition. So and all that's very expensive. Yeah, and it's very expensive. Some people don't know how to go about it. So a lot of people rely on um, clothing and cosmetics, hair, makeup, wigs, mm. whatever it is in order to appear as their true selves. If we're going to call ourselves the beauty industry, why don't we take that beauty seriously and internalize it and say, okay, let's be a beautiful industry and and help out a community that that needs us it it doesn't take much um to reach out and help but um the the repercussions from from helping somebody can be boundless and it has grown and grown the people that i work with chloe courtney uh kylie everybody uh kendall have been donating products all of my peers hair makeup artists 
uh, editors have all been so supportive um, and all wanted to reach out and help. I literally just, I post something like, hey, if anyone has anything, everyone's like, how do I help? But I'm just so proud of where it is now and the attention that it's bringing on, um, on the trans community. Yeah. yeah, that's a great idea. I never, I mean, I have friends that get like the Ipsy bags and stuff. And we'll be like, oh, I have all this Ipsy bag stuff that What's I Ipsy don't. Bags? It's like that you pay, I think, $10 a month and they send you like samples every month of all different oh, yeah, yeah. makeup. But it's like smaller things. But it'll be like, oh, I didn't like anything in my Ipsy bag. Like, do you want anything from my yeah. bag? And it's all like sealed, yeah. nice new products. Yeah. Like all of that stuff could. Yeah. And we accept literally toothbrushes, deodorant, mm-hmm. um, baby wipes. Um, because a lot of the community that comes to the Trans Wellness Center are homeless, mm-hmm. um, homeless um, uh, uh, members of the trans community and gender non-binary people um, come in and they, they need, these are necessities, a toothbrush, toothpaste, deodorant, uh, baby wipes, um, face wash, body wash. Um, we also accept those donations that are used every single day. The LGBT Center in L.A., um, has a shower system for people that can come in and they, they can mm. shower and use their facilities. So they need all of these products. They're, they're products that help people every single day. Um, so it's, um, everybody has them. And, and you can literally just, like sometimes I just go to CVS and spend $500 on toothpaste and whatever and bring it to the center. And people who don't know how they can help, stuff like that is so easy to do. Mm-hmm. It is so appreciated because helping helping another person out that's like i think that's the ultimate thing that you can do in this experience you know yeah totally if people that aren't in la proper how can they donate like is there a website or um well um yes you can go to my instagram at andrew fitzsimons and one m and it can (laughs) um uh full instructions are my bio um or go to google the trans wellness center la uh, LGBT Center LA, um, but also uh, exclusive news. Haven't told this to anyone yet, uh, but we have just partnered with the LGBT Center in New York. Oh, amazing! I'm going to be bringing the trans cosmetic donation program to New York also. So we haven't flattened out all of the details yet of exactly what it's going to look like because it's obviously New York operates very differently to LA. We don't have yeah. like unlimited space and like you know no legal so weed. We have to figure out no legal <laughs> weed also, which is the hard part. Um, but uh, we're going to figure it out and um, people will be able to contribute in New York also. But if, if you're around the country and you want to help out um, your trans siblings or gender non-binary uh, people, uh, just find out. There, there are um, support groups, there are community centers um, all over the country. Um, it doesn't have to be part of a program that exists. You can literally show up saying, hey, I have this, this and this. It could be your car. It could be like, I will drop people off. If you've got a car, you've got a privilege. If you've got mm. a job, you've got a privilege. If you've got a home, you've got a privilege. You can help in some way. All you have to do is actually do it. That's the difference. Is people like, oh, if I post something, and then we'll... it's it it, it it takes very little to do just physically do something. So once you make the commitment, just figure it out and do it because it will help. That's amazing. We'll mm-hmm. put info on our Instagram Thank as you. well. Yeah, that's so good. Should we play a game? Wait, yeah, I heard those games. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. We're going to play our... Well, so we used to call it Gag It or Bag It. We did. Gag It or Bag It. But see, it's not very... It's not. It's a little more confusing than Cock okay. It or Block It. We're going to play Cock It or Block It. Cock It or Block It. Cock is good. Cock is good. Cock is okay. good. Cock is okay. great. That's what I hear. Yeah. I don't know. Cock is good. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I hear the same I'll, thing. I'll, I'll leave that up to you guys. Um, and Block is bad. Yeah, that sounds Obviously. bad. Obviously. Uh, uh, like, if it's Cock or Block... Yeah. I'd rather have Cock. Honestly, same. Yeah. <laughs> It depends on the day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie. Um, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. I'll read it first. And so wait, you're just going to say so something, things, say something. Yeah. and I'm going to cock it or I'm going to block it? Yeah, mm-hmm. and okay. explain why. Okay. And okay. if you're in the middle, you're in the middle. Okay. All right. Cock it or block it. Gay couples with matching outfits. Block it. Block it. Block it. Gay couples... Yeah. Okay. Uh, a reason? I I don't feel like I need a yeah. reason. Uh, it's awful. Don't do it. Uh, honestly, even uh, Halloween costumes, couples Halloween costumes, yeah. mm-hmm. literally make my skin crawl. Yeah. Even if they're like, nope. like they're not they're not the same costume, but they go hand in hand. Nope. Does that bother you? Yes. It bothers me a bit yes. too. I'll also say, obviously, block it. But also, I mean, we say gay couples, but anybody really, any gay couple, yeah. any couple. 
Yeah. Of anything. I think it would be way worse if it was a straight couple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if it's a, a girl and a guy and they're both wearing a, like a red sweater, blue jeans, white vans, and the same hat, like I would be way more horrified yeah. with straight people. Well, Because that, that's is, way more effort. The issue is also gay people tend to date people who kind of look like themselves. Some people do. That also, that's the, that's the ultimate. Uh-huh. That, like, yeah. the, like I would love to be able to legally block that. I know. If you know what I mean. That's <laughs> Let's re- start writing the bill right now. That's, yeah, call <laughs> Anyone who looks related to you, <laughs> yeah. you should not legally be allowed to date uh-huh. them. There's a website or I think a Tumblr that's boyfriends yeah. or brothers.com. Yeah. And or just West Hollywood. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. No. No shade, but <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> no, it's true. It's most people. Yeah. I I have block this, it all. I have this theory that like West Hollywood is filled with people who thought they were the hottest person in high school. In Do you the know Midwest, you just and they just knocked went straight the nail to West Hollywood. on the head. Mm-hmm. They were the people that they were the gay people that everyone was like, oh, he's gonna be, so, he's gonna be, like, he's gonna famous. be a star be someday. The, and then they all moved together and they realized, oh, wait, there's millions of me. Yeah, and now so they dance. now I'm gonna go out every night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now they dance at the Abbey. Yeah, <laughs> if they're lucky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, actually, it's pretty hard to I think get a job there. Probably, I'd say it's pretty competitive. It's very they're they're athletes. In yeah. my opinion. I was offered <laughs> I mean, a job there. I turned it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this one is awkward. Oh, um, we just talked about it. Uh-oh. Is it? Didn't we? We put bleached hair on the list. Well, I bleached my hair, so I'm definitely going to say full deep throat cocket. <laughs> cocket. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, I bleached my hair for a long time, and you have yeah, bleached your hair. Yeah, my hair was bleached all last summer. I cock it as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can, we all, can we all cock it together? Do yeah. we all cock it? You... Do you still cock it? Yes. I do think that sometimes people bleach their hair when they're in a spiral. Midlife crisis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. certain people... Oh, that's, that's gay go-to breakup hair. Yeah. You know, it used to be like a woman, if she, like after she got divorced, would cut her hair short. Or mm-hmm. get bangs. Gay people feel bleach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I, I... The gay guys get bleaching their hair yeah. is like the female getting bangs. Like, yes. Oh. If, you're, if you're on a first date with someone and they show up and they've got bleached hair... They're not over their ex. Mm. Yeah. That is great advice. Yeah. <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> We're all staring at the person with bleach hair in the room, by the way. <laughs> See, I, I I, would bleach my hair again, and I've been toying with the idea. Yeah. But I just, it's too much work for me. You it's know? a lot of work. It's like, I, the literally the only reason that I still bleach my hair is because it's shaved so short that yeah. it doesn't matter. I can just shave it off again. If I had longer hair... Uh, I probably wouldn't. It was it was really damaging my hair. Yeah. yeah. It mine was like it got to the point in the shower where I was like I feel like I'm shampooing rubber bands and I just can't yeah. do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Ready okay, for so we're, we're we're cocking it but it's just like uh like think about it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Make sure you have the right reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um and we went kind of with a hair theme because okay. you were coming in today. So Thank you. I appreciate that. The third one. Starting to feel like home. Okay, go on. Asymmetrical haircuts. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's that's not a clear cocker block because in some instances it's good in a salt and pepper way. Mm. I don't mm, asymmetric. Yeah, why not? Yeah, sure, cock. I th- I think I I don't know. I say like in a bob. If it's like a slightly different yeah. length bob and and someone styled it right and they've got the attitude, absolutely. But if you got a fluffy, mullety asymmetric blah mm. and it's bleached oh mm. I'm gonna have to block it I had a friend that once yeah shaved this she had like very long beautiful curly hair like down to her ass and like shaved this side of her where head where are you from I'm from upstate from Albany okay why? I was wondering why you pronounced that yes yes people always down my accent your ES. I think I also just talk differently because nowhere where I'm from, nobody ever gets like, where are you from? But me, everywhere I go. It was literally ask. just the way you pronounce it. It's the A's. Yes, the A's. Um, <laughs> it's just like my gay lisp coming out <laughs> further. But she shaved her head and then got a tattoo on the side of her head. Ooh. And it looked amazing. Yeah. But then it started growing out in like a week and a half. Yeah. And so That's it was what a hair lot. does. It was like yeah. a $900 tattoo that now is just, you know. Now her hair is long again? Yeah. So she just knows. She knows. And I'm like, it will be cool someday when you're like a grandmother and your hair is thinning and your kids are like, what the fuck is that? And you're like, oh, Oh, I never thought of that. I'll never tell. Yeah. 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 You know, grandma's been through some shit. Yeah. (laughs) And she has. (laughs) (laughs) You need to write all that down. Put it in a bottle. (laughs) Okay. Real quick before you go. Okay. Um, Some quick tips. Okay. 
How often <gasps> should one wash their hair? Oh, brother. Um, okay. So this depends on your hair type. Mm-hmm. Some people have to wash their hair every single day. If you've got thinner hair, if you've got thin hair that's greasy, you a lot of the time if you want your hair to look clean, you have to wash it every single day. Some people can get away with it once a week. So it really... Shampooing is like coming up with your skincare regimen. You can't say to someone, this is your skincare regimen. These are the products mm. and this is how you use it. Mm. You literally have to listen to your skin. If you start breaking out afterwards, you pay attention to that and to pair back products or whatever. Same with your hair. If your hair starts feeling greasy after uh, a couple of days, you wash it. Or you find the shampoo that works for you. Or you switch up your shampoo. So it's kind of, that's a gray area. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, and then... What's like the one tip you would give to someone so they would maintain healthy hair? Um, one tip. I have like a couple of small tips. We'll take okay, a we'll couple of small ones. Uh, okay. So I would say, number one, I get very upset when people are very violent with their hair with a towel. Mm-hmm. Even if you have short hair, if someone starts like rubbing violently at their hair with the towel outside of the shower, hair is... Like if you look at hair under a microscope, it's like this little tiny crazy structure you have to be very very gentle with it like you would around you like Mm -hmm. the skin around your eyes or anything like that so it's really really important to be very very gentle with your hair don't start hacking at it with a comb or anything like that um be gentle with your hair um yeah figure out what your regimen is in, in terms of shampoo conditioner and conditioning treatments um figure out what works for you do it um yeah, it's like hair, hair is pretty simple to take care of if you want to take care of it. Some people just really torture their hair. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I always say is um, if you are heat styling your hair more than like a couple of times a week, uh, you have to use heat protection um, spray in your hair. You have to use, before you do anything, before you put heat in your hair, use heat protection spray. Everyone always also puts the heat of their hair dryer their flat iron, their curling iron, all, always like all the way to the top because I think that they're gonna the hair will last the longest that way. You generally don't need anything to be up the very, very, very highest. Hmm. Um, so also try and experiment with the heat that you're using because you generally don't need it. It, it. it won't have any benefit other than making hair less shiny and damaging it, and you won't have any left. So just be very, very gentle with your fragile ass hair. Well, that was really good. I never would have thought. Yeah. I've never heard either of those things before. Yeah. I mean, there's products to make your hair do certain things yeah. or look certain ways, but like being like hair's innately very, very fragile. So you have to treat it as such, you know, yeah. people really hack at their hair and you just shouldn't do that. Yeah. I do some of those things. Well, don't. Well, and then um, just no. a reminder, <laughs> <laughs> uh, reminder listeners uh, where they can find you at Andrew Fitzsimons on Instagram and nowhere else. Oh, with, one M. with one M. With one M. M. Yeah. And you can find all the information about the trans cosmetic donation program there. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Link in bio. Thank awesome. you so much. Thank you so much for coming Thank in. Thank you, guys. It was so much fun. Are you sick of people trying to set you up with the one gay person that they know? Maybe you just want to laugh at your friends <laughs> about the actual dumpster fire sliding into your DMs. Or maybe you are just busy as hell and wish someone else in your life could handle your dating profile. That's why Betches launch SHIP. That's S-H-I-P. Like relationships, friendships, situationships. The new dating app from Betches that lets you find matches with friends. Not like the matches you like, but like a date. Like your friends can help you find a date. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just clarifying. Unless Maybe they thought this was like a matches app. Anyways. So imagine your friends, family, whoever is in your crew can play their own version of Matchmaker and swipe online for you. They can even send out messages on your behalf. So you just like live your life, girl, and don't worry about all the thirsty men trying to just get some. Here's how it works. If you're single, you sign up, you invite some friends who help you find matches. If you're in a relationship but want to set up a friend, you can sign up and invite your sad, lonely friend you want to match for. Then it creates this chat room so you and your friends can view profiles together and you can help your friends with pickup lines or dealing with pickup lines. Yeah, I really do love living vicariously through my single friends because it's fun to just like look at their dating apps and see like who's hot and who's not. So dating is a literal ship show. Pun. (laughs) Might as well enjoy it with all your friends. Finding a date is more fun when you do it with friends or enemies. Download the ship dating app at betches.co slash ship. That's betches.co slash ship. 
S-H-I-P to start finding matches today. I'll do it with your friends. And we are back with our listener question. Mm -hmm. I think this is a a fan of the pod who's written to us before. He has. Yeah. I'll read it? Yeah. Okay. Young gays, sound off. Thank you so much for calling me young. That is honestly so nice. I've been dating this guy... And was taking a shower at his place. I got out of the shower and went to grab something from his guest bathroom and walked into him jacking off and watching porn. I don't care about that fact. We all watch porn and jack off. Speak for yourself. Bitch. But I was 10 feet away, naked and ready to fuck him. What does this say? We've been together for three months, so very new. But if you'd rather jack off than join me or pull me out to fuck him, problem? I thought so. I took my dogs and left. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking the dog, dumbass. (laughs) And now I don't know how to take this situation. Hopefully I don't think the chronology, the chronology makes sense. The chronologic. I don't know the chronology. Chronology. I don't know. <laughs> I I love that he made a legally blonde reference without knowing he did it. I know. I literally was saying this today to someone. It's my favorite line from any movie. I'm taking the dog, dumbass. <laughs> It's so good. Also, get over it is my response. Yeah, I don't feel. I feel like that may have been an overreaction. It also may have been that he wanted to fuck you. Maybe he's a quick comer. He wanted to get that shit out of the pipe so then he can make Ooh, you think that he's girl. I did not even think of that. Yeah, that is a good, good thought. Maybe he was just getting himself in into the mood. Yeah. Maybe sometimes, like sometimes you could be in the mood to jack off and not have sex. You know yeah. what I mean? Sex is much more of a commitment. And it's like it involves like going to the movies by yourself. Yeah, I like going to the movies with someone, but I also love going to the movies by myself. And sometimes I prefer it. Yeah, I girl, you are hitting the nose on the head back after back. Thank you so much. Yeah, Um, because sometimes like you go to the movies and you cry. Uh, We've been to the movies twice together. I cried both times. Yeah, what was? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We I've only cried to movies with you. (laughs) Faggot. Um, <laughs> not, not like only at with you, but no, like I know, I know. We've only been at movies together where we've cried because it's been like events. It was a Star is Born, and then it was Britney yeah. runs a marathon. I love that I called seeing a Star is Born just regularly in theaters an event, but it was no, it was. We saw it the Thursday before it came out. It was like uh, I, I keep saying iconic lately because we just had Andrew Fitzsimons on and the Kardashians. I love know, iconic. but I don't know why I keep saying that. It's fun. I'm gonna retire it. Um, I do understand being like taking it personally. You know what I mean? Like, it is kind of like, oh well, what? I'm sitting right here, man. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't. I don't. I think you're being ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, no offense. Yeah. I mean, I I get feeling like thrown off about it, but it is to I'll, leave over it. I mean, yeah. I I I think that's. I think you should have probably had a conversation about it. Like, oh well, that's interesting. Um, you also could have been like, oh, why are you doing that? Like, let me help you. Yeah, and then just got into it. And then it would have maybe that's what he wanted. You know? Yeah. Maybe you want a little porno fantasy. Some people like to watch porn while they have sex. Yeah, freaks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's like not. It's not abnormal. It happens. I feel like it happens all the time. Yeah, like when straight guys on porn are. You know, you know what I'm saying? No, I don't actually. Gay, I was making a gay for pay joke. Oh, yes, that's yeah, true. Where they pretend to watch porn. Maybe um, that, yeah, maybe that's my only reference point. I don't know. Yeah, I think that you should take the dogs back. <laughs> <laughs> also, good for you for having multiple dogs and affording them. <gasps> yeah. Good for um, you. And like you know, just be like, hey, sorry, that was an overreaction. I now understand that I'm just like too much man for you to handle. Throw him a little shade mm-hmm. and then come in there full force. Yeah. That's right? true. I think so. I feel like this is good advice I'm giving. I am. Yeah. I, I love feel it. like all I'm of my, all it. my prescriptions are leveled out right now and I'm just like <laughs> really, really giving good advice. Mixing with the champagne. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I include that in my prescriptions, <laughs> not to my doctor. <laughs> Um, so if you have a listener question and you want us to answer it, you can DM us at everyone's gay or you can email us at gay at Um, you can also listen to this podcast on Spotify. Yeah. So make sure you follow us on Spotify and, um, I don't know what else can you do there? Yeah. It, make, make sure you rate review, subscribe everywhere that you can yes, possibly please rate review, subscribe on iTunes. Um, every time we get a subscription, 
we get a bonus from our bosses. Yeah. And it's love. <laughs> and it's, we need it. <laughs> okay. It's a bonus of love. And it's honestly, not monetary at all. No. And we'll take it at this point. We'll take any bonuses we can get. Mm-hmm. So please rate, review, subscribe, send us an email, DM us, follow us on Twitter at everyone's gay pod. Mm-hmm. We had uh, our first viral tweet. We did. Great job. Thank you. That was great. I didn't even realize when she walked by. Who is that? What's her name? She's the guy who just married one of the Paul brothers, uh, the YouTube guys. Like It's either Logan or Jake Paul. I have no idea. Oh, gross. I'm so unaware of that world. But I didn't realize it was a real snake. It was a real snake. There's two people with snakes at the VMAs. When she walked by, I saw it and I was like, that's funny. She's doing a Britney thing. I don't think it was on purpose. I feel like the one with the yellow snake was on purpose. The other one was not? The other one was not. The yellow snake was on purpose because she was wearing a similar outfit. It wasn't that similar. Cause that's funny, <laughs> you know. She it wasn't even similar enough. It should have. She should have been wearing a pink top with jeans. She was wearing this like gold dress. Like, didn't make any like, sense. Wouldn't it have been hilarious if I was walking the red carpet in the same exact outfit and Girl, a yellow snake? When you walk the red carpet, the VMAs, you have to do something like that. You also, um, Nikita Dragon, who's mm-hmm. like an icon, also walked by and had three men attached to her nipples. With chains crawling behind her. I did not see that they were attached to her nipples. Yeah. That's amazing. I saw them walk by and I was like, oh my God. Did she have three nipples? No, she had them too, but there was two chains on one of them. And Kay was like, they're attached to her fucking nipples. And they're literally crawling the red carpet. And I was like, what do you think they tell their parents they do for a living? But you know what? Here I am. My parents are pleasantly surprised. Um, you can also follow me at Brian Russell Smith and follow Chris at the Fat Carrie Bradshaw. It's Not at Fat Carrie Bradshaw. You mean, shady bitch. No, because I'm. I said the Fat Carrie Bradshaw. People do that all the time. No, because you are the Fat Carrie Bradshaw. I'm not the Brian Russell Smith. You Thank are you. the Fat Carrie Bradshaw. You know, people. Not just Fat Carrie Bradshaw. I I've been meeting when I met some people last night. They were like, "Oh my God, Carrie Bradshaw," and I'm like, "That's copyright infringement." <laughs> You have to call me Fat Gary. It makes him <laughs> uncomfortable, and I'm here for it. Uh huh. Also, I showed you. I was in some photos from an event we went to. This is the longest outro ever. I'm so sorry, but I think it's so funny. They went up on Getty Images, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited that I finally have images on Getty Images," and I'm tagged in each and every one of them as Carrie Fatshaw. <laughs> It is so perfect. <laughs> I think I might change it. <laughs> Gary Fatshaw. I get it. I get the reference. I get the reference as well, and I'm here for it. No, I'm not saying her. I mean, like, if you change the cat fairy. I can't even say it. I said cat fairy show. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Fairy It's Fatshaw. that time of the day where I just get the giggles. Um, Gary Fatshaw, I would get that reference. Well, we'll see. All right, guys. All right. We love you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Batches.